Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power, and this allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And this is the Monday Mindset episode where we talk about the tips and the tools and strategies to help you shift your thinking when you have that wall kicking moment. So today we're going to talk about your reaction is the problem. I know this is going to come across as sounding like a lecture and I promise it's not. These are learned lessons that I learned the hard way. And if I can just shorten that learning curve and help you, that's what I'm here to do. So your reaction is the issue. Our reaction is the issue. Life is happening around us all the time, all the time. There's no shortage of it. It is like up, down, roller coaster, things we don't see coming. That's life. How we react to it is what we, it says a lot about us, but it also means that we are giving our power sometimes to the circumstances and taking that away from ourselves. So let's dive in. We want to get to a space of learning how to observe what is happening around us, but not reacting to what is happening around us. That is how we create lasting change. So in the process of observing is when we catch ourselves, when we are aware of what we're doing, but that doesn't mean we have to react to everything that is happening around us. So if we actually want to create long lasting change, we have to be aware of where are we wasting energy? Where are we not serving our highest self and where can we respond differently? Like life is literally a very steep learning curve. It is not something that we master and then stay consistent um, because it's always throwing different curveballs at us. And I think that this is the whole point when it comes to happiness, joy, fulfillment is that we are stepping into our highest self, our best version of ourselves so that people get to see that and be a part of that. So recognizing that it's a learning curve instead of saying, why is this always happening to me? Asking, what is this trying to teach me? That can really shift how we show up in the moment. So when we learn by doing and getting into action and then reassessing our results, recalibrating or not, and trying again, we can do all of this with observing and not reacting. So when we're observing, we're not wasting a lot of energy. We are in a space of going, okay, that didn't work. Let's check this. Maybe I could try this. And, ooh, this does work, and this feels a lot better. As opposed to, I cannot believe you are so stupid to do this again this way. You know better down into blame and all of those low vibe emotions because they are not going to create any change in our lives. They continue to keep us stuck. 
So think about where in your life have you continually given into the reaction of what is happening around you as opposed to living with intention or just observing your behavior. So intention and reaction are on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. How I explain this is when we live with intention, we are setting the intention for how we choose to show up in our life, how we choose to create change, and how we choose to handle the circumstances all around us. Living by reaction is when you're in the space of constantly fighting everything that's happening around you, almost in this state of trying to prove that you are worthy and prove that you can do this and you're stronger than everyone else. And yes, I am talking from direct experience. This is this was me for most of my life. I was always, always the fighter in the fact that when somebody tried to start a conversation, it could have been just a conversation, it immediately would poke part of me and have me be in the space of, no, you're wrong, and I will prove it to you, and this is the way we do it. And it was this constant need to prove that I was doing it right or prove that I was strong enough or prove that I could figure this out, which again, when you live your life that way, you become the low man on the island doing life by yourself. So it's no wonder I felt like I was alone a lot of the time because I was, I was doing that to myself. So that was my reaction, regardless of what someone else was doing or how they were showing up or how they were, they were just speaking my reaction is what was killing me, not the words that they were saying. It was my reaction. That's ownership. Going back to ownership and learning how to accept and recognize that was life-changing for me. So that's why I'm sharing this with you right now. In the process of reaction to life like this, we are wasting enormous amounts of energy that we could be using to creating more permanent and lasting change in our life. So think of where you're at in your own life. Where are you, where can you recognize your behaviors, how you react, how certain people bring things out in you, how certain situations make you feel instead of reacting to them, where can you observe them? Where can you watch them? Where can you look at them and realize that, oh, I don't like it. I don't feel great when I act this way, or this does not serve my higher self. This does not feel great. Where can you observe that instead of reacting? I think we'll show you where some of your leaks are. Those are like the energy leaks that we talk about and recognizing that can make a big difference. Second, where can you learn to observe others' behaviors without reacting to them every single time? See, I'm laughing at myself. So because just because someone invites you to the fight doesn't mean you have to participate in the battle. Just because someone chooses to start the argument with you doesn't mean you need to participate in the argument. That is your reaction. And choosing to react to somebody who is in that state trying to pick a fight is a waste of energy and it's a choice. And also, when you live your life in that default of like, no, I've got this and my back is against the wall, what happens is I think it's easy to not perceive or to be confused about everyone's intentions because maybe not people aren't out there just trying to start a fight. But when you're living in that state, you're constantly reacting to everything is around you and most likely not in the best perceptive state of what's happening. 
Have you ever had a conversation with somebody or you've been in line somewhere and you've watched this person like lose their crap on somebody? And when that happens, it's never, it's really about the person who is showing the behavior. So I was in the store last week and I watched somebody scream at a teller because the cookies were more than what they were at somewhere else. And we were in a health food store. So typically if you're going to a health food store, some things do cost more money and they were trying really hard to calm them down. Other people are getting angry. There's this intention and energy everywhere. And all I could think is I'm looking at this person. I'm thinking, what is going wrong in your life right now? Because it's not about the cookies. It's not. What is going wrong in your life right now that this is the reaction that you are creating? And then as everyone else is reacting to this person, now it's bringing up the uglies in everyone when really like it never had anything to do with the cookies. It has nothing to do with cookies. This is the point is that when you can recognize someone else's behavior from a loving perspective, as Marianne Williamson would say, it's like all problems can be solved with putting the lens of love on instead of hate. I know that sounds wishy-washy and easy to do. But in this case, I looked at this person and thought, I wonder what they have been going through, that that is their reaction. And when I can do that, I didn't take part in all of the reaction of everyone else that was in the store who was angry and furious with the way he was behaving. We get to choose how we respond. Our reaction is everything. It is everything. It doesn't mean we don't stop people who act like that. That's never what our job was in the first place. We actually can't do that because we can't change someone else's behavior. We can be the change and show up differently to make a difference in how someone else might be reacting or responding. So that would be the next thing I would say. Third, recognize your default patterns, recognize what you go back to and notice how it doesn't serve you. Like seriously, call yourself out on it. It doesn't elicit change and it depletes more of your energy, which is the only resource that you have to create lasting change. So don't be afraid in a nicer, well, this is a really blunt way. This is a Marshall way of saying it. Call yourself out on your own bullshit story that's not working. Literally call yourself out because the second you start to do that, there's no room anymore for fluff. Take it out and go, yep, that's me. That's what I'm doing. And that is not helping me. So we're done. We're not going to like, honestly beat ourselves up. We're going to recognize it and say no more of that because that reaction, all of that energy in reaction to try and control everyone else around us is not helping us to create change in our life. It's just not, I actually even think I'm going to go a step further I think it's a bit of a distraction because we are not using the energy and ownership for our own behavior because we're distracted by what everyone else is doing. If we take that energy and put it back on ourselves and say, no, I'm going to put that towards my own habits, my own rituals, my own things that I'm going to do that are going to help me show up as the best version of me, that is where we create change. So don't get distracted by what everyone else is doing. You do you. Like you do you as best as you can, as best as you humanly possibly can. And that means calling yourself out when you're doing things that don't serve your biggest vision and your higher good. Lastly, how do you stop this? How do you change this? The reaction being the problem, put the necessary boundaries in place. Know who your triggers are. Know what your triggers are. Call out your triggers, focus, face them straight head on and recognize them. Put the boundaries in place. Maybe you need more boundaries around people. Maybe you need them in places that you didn't even 
recognize for me, I've been so good at boundaries in my own personal life, but where I'm slipping is boundaries in my work-life balance work. When you're an entrepreneur and a solo entrepreneur, and you're building a business from scratch in a pandemic and recovering from back surgery, let's just say that was a mouthful. It's easy to go 24 seven. That's easy. Like it is. And especially in a pandemic, when we're literally home all the time, it's easy. So boundaries have to go in place that there are times where we have to shut it down and walk away and put that boundary in place to save our own selves, to save our energy. Also recognizing what self-care practices are missing. Are you not getting enough sleep? Are you not getting the right nutrition, enough water? Are you drinking too much? Are you having too much snacks that aren't serving you? Are you drinking too much alcohol? Are you constantly in a space of responding to everything around you with things that don't serve you? And go back to those self-care practices. By putting them into place, they will help you to be your best vision of yourself moving forward and recognize the traps that you fall into and bringing your sense of humor along the way. So let me break those two down, recognize the traps you fall into, which means there are people who are going to trigger you. There is, there's a hundred percent. There are people that are going to trigger you. They're going to push your buttons that will drive you batshit crazy. They're there. They're all there. They're never going away. They're always there. When people say this to me and they're like, I can't, this person drives me crazy how they act and they've been in the family for years and years and years. And they like, when are they going to change? I'm like, have they behaved the exact same way all of this time? They're like, yeah, like they're not changing. They're not changing. So stop putting energy into trying to change them. Your trap is falling into that trap over and over. And it's not your place and it's not your job. So recognize that there are going to be those people who are going to push your buttons, choose how much time you spend around them, choose to bring your best self to the table, remind yourself that you're not here to react to everything that they do and all the buttons that they push. You're here to be your best, your best self, put your energy back on yourself in order to create that change and bring your sense of humor. Like seriously, you're human. You're human. This shit happens all the time. Bring your sense of humor and know that you're going to screw this up. You're going to go back to your defaults. You're going to go back to the things that don't serve you because that's what you know. But the sooner and the faster that you can call yourself out on it, honestly, the faster you can just shift that, turn it around and make a difference. That's literally what happens. This takes time and energy to implement and master, but it can be done. I promise you it can be done. I used to participate in every single argument that was brought to me. Every single one. Yep. I was there to prove that, nope, I'm right. And I can do this. I can do it my way. I'll do it my own way. And I was in a constant, constant adrenal burnout fight to prove that I was right. But at what cause? Like at what cause? What was it doing? Why? It didn't do anything for me. It didn't serve me. It didn't help me. There was no need for any of it. Learning how to let go of that and recognize, call myself out, have a good laugh, put some boundaries back in place, make sure my self-care practice is where it is, has really, really helped. So I hope this message lands and I would love to know how it hits home for you because your the way you will create lasting change is to recognize that you are just going to observe what's happening around you without reacting and putting that energy back on yourself, 
That is how you're going to change those habits. And that is how you're going to create lasting change in your life. And you totally got this. You 100% got this. I know that you do. And I'm here to believe in you and let you borrow a little bit of belief until you fully can hold that as your own. So I love you. I thank you for being here, for sharing these messages, for tagging me on social media, for leaving any ratings and reviews as it continues to help me to spread this message further and reach more people. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.